Good evening, everyone. How are we doing today? Hopefully you can hear me okay. Is this thing on? There we go. So, hey, I've gotten a couple of comments, messages about something that was announced by Gavin Newsom today. Uh, it is Assembly Bill 3088. Uh, this is obviously California specific, but it really goes to kind of the next stage of what is often called the eviction moratorium. Uh, let me first obviously say I am no huge fan of Gavin Newsom. If you followed this channel, I think he has done a few things that annoy me a lot. Uh, but, you know, in this instance, in this environment, I think they did probably about as good as they could. Uh, you know, I'm trying to look at this from all aspects. Obviously, I am a landlord. That is what this channel is. But I'm also a human being. Uh, I also realize that there are lots of families in big trouble. I know that there's a bunch of mom and pop landlords that are truly struggling and on the verge of losing property. So this is hard. I don't, yeah, that, this, this negotiation I'm sure was no fun. Uh, the outcome probably is one that no one is entirely happy with, which probably means it's, it's the best thing that could happen. Uh, what I'm going to do is I've read three or four articles in the last 90 minutes about it. Uh, I'm going to kind of summarize what I took from it. Again, it, it's hard for me to say. Uh, but I want to give Gavin Newsom some props. Um, again, I'm not happy with this. This doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy. But when you look at this from a, we're all human beings. Um, we all want for our family. Um, yeah, this this wasn't terrible. Uh, I'm trying to trying to stay balanced. So let's let's talk about the tenant side first. I basically have tenant notes and landlord notes because it's. It's rather complex, as it probably should be, um, so we'll go through it. So first off, uh, for anyone that has been missing rent from March 1st to August 31st, which is Monday, all of that missed rent, uh, can be you can be taken to small claims court for a judgment. Uh, it can not, can not be used as a reason for an eviction filing. Cannot. So uh, my biggest regret with the first eviction order was it was declarative. All evictions were on hold, essentially, which if you've heard me on this channel, I've given you a couple of specific examples that are blatantly taking advantage of the loophole. And now, as you will see in a minute, that loophole is gone for the most part. Starting September 1st, which is Tuesday. Uh, so from September 1st to January 31st, tenants must pay, must pay at least 25% of rent. The remaining 75% can become a civil debt or civil judgment should it go that way. The last thing that I have noted on the tenant side is the three-day notice, which is a California procedure or rule or statute or whatever, right? The three-day notice now becomes a 15-day notice, one five. 
The 15-day notice is meant to give the tenant who is receiving the notice time to file a hardship with proof for their landlord. Uh, this now proof, uh, as we roll over to the landlord side, is can be penalized by perjury if it is not true. One of my greatest examples, and I've given you a couple of them over the last two months, I have tenants that are employed, never lost an hour of work, but were told by all of their friends that they can stop paying rent, and that's what they did. Now, I can start eviction on them because they have no no, they haven't been impacted. At least their hours are not impacted. And if they try and are proven wrong, they can be penalized in the legal system by perjury. So now a landlord who has somebody playing a game can get them out. And that's all I've ever asked for. Uh, I've talked to many different people, people writing articles, and I've said, and I will continue to say, Tenants that are truly impacted by this once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-lifetime event, we need to work with them. And I've given free rents. I've cut rents. I've, I've waived rents when the situation warrants. But if you're going to just talk amongst your friends and just not pay because, you know, Gavin Newsom said you didn't, that's what the first moratorium was and why I had such heartburn. This one at least gives the landlord a fighting chance to get somebody out who's playing a game. Second, and perhaps most importantly, the first stab at this moratorium froze all evictions. And let me tell you as a landlord, evictions for non-payment, while most common, are not the only reasons. We have had, we have had tenants become drug dealers in units years gone by. The fact that I couldn't evict a drug dealer today is beyond acceptable. Not that I have that situation today. I'm not saying I do, but I'm saying somebody could. The fact that you couldn't evict somebody who is destroying a building, becoming a public nuisance, domestic violence, whatever it is, that's not okay. Now, thankfully, should this get signed on Monday, and let's not kid ourselves, it will, we can now evict for cause, which in my, my opinion is a big deal. I understand we're in this situation and people's incomes have been changed. And again, I believe you can't legislate good behavior. Uh, I am okay giving free rents and all of that. Others may not be. So I'm happy with the, the changes on that. The other thing that I saw in this that I do not believe for one minute is they had the balls to say this will be the last eviction moratorium. No more eviction moratoriums come February 1st. I do not believe him for one second. Not one second. Not one iota of a second. No, I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I... I want that to be true. Do I wish? Sure. I wish that was true. But given his past performance and 
is mightier than thou. I do not believe that particular line. But again, remember how I opened this. I want to give him all the credit in the world. He was in a very tough situation, once in a lifetime thing. The first eviction moratorium was unattainable. Small landlords were absolutely going to lose their properties. In fact, many small landlords probably may still learn lose their properties to foreclosures. Uh, but this this is a better attempt. I really think this is better. Again, it's not not what I would have hoped for, uh, but it's not as bad as I thought it would be, if that makes any sense. So again, AB3088, I think makes neither side happy. I don't think the tenant um, groups, I'm not really sure what you call them, or the landlord groups like it, but I think they both don't like it the same, which probably means it's okay. For me, the big deal is I can evict bad tenants. If you're a drug dealer, if you're um, destroying property, if you're not following the rules, you're a disturbance, you're a bad actor, I can evict you now. That's a big deal for me. That was not okay. What the government did the first six months of this was not okay. The fact that we had to keep bad tenants just because, not okay. Um. The fact that some rent needs to be collected now probably helps some mom and pops limp along. But in the end, I believe Washington needs to get off their butt and help the people that are most impacted. Um, I think the unemployment needs to be extended. That helps the people that are hurting the most. Uh, I think their housing programs budget should be doubled. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are going to be hurting for a while and making the small landlords feel the pain is not okay. That's what this first five months or six months have been. You've asked the small landlords and myself included to bail people out and we're happy to do it for the ones that we can, but not everybody can. Uh, I think this change AB 3088 is a step in the right direction. It is again, not perfect. But I don't think you could. I don't think you could design something perfect. So for all my belly aching about Newsom, um, this wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And I realize it's a bad situation. Uh, don't wish this on anyone. Um, if I could wave a magic wand and have this, you know, uh, virus go away, obviously I would in a heartbeat. So at the end, that's what I think. I'm going to do a lot more reading on it. Uh, but I've, I must have had five to seven comments already. So I came talk to you this evening doing this live stream from my computer. So maybe the video quality is not as good, but I wanted to make sure I had my notes in front of me. Take care, everyone. Remember, uh, 8 a.m. tomorrow, live Q&A uh, on this channel. Take care. Bye.